During Dell TechFest, score game-changing innovations with limited-time deals on select next-gen Alienware gaming tech. New dimensions await with advanced gaming systems like the Alienware M18 laptop powered by an Intel Core i9 processor featuring awe-inspiring visuals, liquid cooling, three-dimensional audio with Dolby Atmos, and impressive overclocking potential. Plus, build your dream setup with great deals on select gaming monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at Alienware.com deals, you'll have access to leading-edge gaming technology to conquer the competition and free shipping on everything. Amazing prices await you for a limited time only at Alienware.com deals. That's Alienware.com deals. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Kind of Funny Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Scarpino, alongside the second best baby blues in all of San Francisco, maybe the world, Mr. Tim Gettys. It's, it's Christmas everywhere she goes, Joey Noel. Hello. And the Hispanic heartthrob, Texas Street Latino Heat, clicking heads and ripping them to shreds, the Globetrotting headshot nitro rifle from Twitch.tv, Mr. Andy Cortez. I love something. Andy? I love something downstairs, guys. <laughs> <laughs> We're bringing he's, the hits today, everybody. You know what? I'm loving it. You know what, Tim? He's Ooh, had he's that desk. Back. He's coming back. He's coming oh, back. Oh, he's coming back. Whoa, did, you, did he get it? <laughs> it wasn't downstairs, dude. It wasn't downstairs. Oh, it was in my upstairs. elevator. Go over. Upstairs. It, it was in my elevator, Andy. Kevin. Hold on. Oh. <laughs> Wait, that also went downstairs, though. It's a different, oh, yeah. in a different direction. <laughs> different room, it's like Kevin. a Resident yeah. Evil building where it's, it's so very room. complicated. Jesus. Andy, can you take your um, can you take your SFO airport people mover over from one side of the room to the other? Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah, sure. sure Nick. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck is he doing? How is oh, he doing this? Guys. Oh my god! We are already <laughs> off to great energy. We are already off to great energy. Is he on a skateboard? What is this drink? <laughs> It was really good. That was some marching band energy right there. You have really nice, like, no head movement whatsoever. Thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you. Oh, my God. Uh, if you guys didn't know, this is the Kind of Funny Podcast. We do this twice a week, once with just uh, just the gang. And then uh, we have special guests that come here and there. We just had Justin Roiland on, uh, creator of Rick and Morty. And yeah, it was, that was a great episode. Man, th- those were, that's one of those episodes where you're like, wow, there's, we're, we're, like, we're getting good guests. We're getting real good guests. We're and, getting uh, good guests, yeah. That's and it's true. one of those where I'm like, I, you know, just awesome to listen to that guy talk. So definitely go check out that episode. Also, uh, this week we have Anna Sale returning to the podcast for a second time uh, to talk about, among other things, uh, Death, Sex and Money, her podcast, but also her new book. Let's talk about hard things. So she'll be here next, this week uh, to hang out with us, which will be cool. Uh, shout out, of course, to everyone that makes this possible, not the least of which are our amazing Patreon producers this week, uh, this month, Joshua Schroeder, Delaney Twining, uh, Julian the Gluten-Free Gamer, and Steve Powers. You are also amazing. Maybe it's twining. I say twining, twining. because it reminds me of, of a tea that my twining. wife eats. I say twining. Do you really? Wow. Twinings, yeah. I have said twining on hundreds of episodes. I've always so. thought it was just twining, yeah, just because of the amount of times I've heard it. Um, Delaney, tweet at... Tim Gettys and let yeah. him know. Send, let me know. Send one of the voice memos. Yeah. That'd be I'm amazing. pretty sure he's written into one of the shows to tell us how to say it. Really? We should have listened probably on that be. one episode. Yeah, but what's no, like that you know. only counts for so much. Like that's only like that's good for like ten, maybe twenty episodes. After that, you gotta send in a new reminder. <laughs> oh yeah, okay. I misun I misunderstood what you were saying. I thought you were saying Yeah, he told us what it sound what it you know, how to pronounce it, but you know, anybody can have their own opinion. <laughs> I was like, I don't. 
I mean, I mean it's, it's, him. Yeah. it's him saying it. <laughs> that only counts for so much, you know? <laughs> we have other it's people's so... opinions to think about. <laughs> like your name. You can pronounce your name however you want, but I mean, I've heard mm-hmm. it both ways. Mm-hmm. That's so true, though, Kevin, because you have to do like, and people remind us of things, but you know me. I have I have the, <laughs> the world's <laughs> worst memory. Eventually. I we forget. I will forget. How to do that. Uh, yeah. yeah. And then if, if they say it on Games Daily, that means that like, Three quarters of you maybe aren't there. Where's Blessing now? Yeah, Uh, great. Blessing knows everything, just like always. Always. Blessing, blessing, blessing. That's all I'm fucking hearing about. (laughs) Blessing knows everything, and he's the best at Mario. He's best at cheating at Mario Party. Yeah, Yeah, he definitely cheated. Dumb how many stars he got. Like it's just really. He got five. The next highest was two. Damn, it's embarrassing for everybody. Blessing, blessing, blessing. I'm on your side again. That's how easy that is. Oh wow, you just flipped the table right back to his side. Have turned. Did turned. You all do, uh, I like that you did this to turn. That's a flip. That's a flip. I was gonna say flip. The flip <laughs> yeah, but it's hard to turn the table and then turn and then turned. Yeah, and now we're all sitting on just the little spiky parks. What are they called? Legs. <laughs> Yeah. Take a place. take a vigorous sip of that coffee as if we're not oh, gonna notice God. what you just said. Yeah. Yeah, we're just gonna go through. Oh, uh, of course, ladies and gentlemen, Greg Miller could not join us today. Walked right into a window like a bird. Wow. Just did that. Didn't know it was open. Snake. Tried Jumped to go through it. Window. Hit the window, fell down, snake, bit him right in the eyeball. Right in the eye socket. And I keep saying this. I don't know, Tim. I don't know. You weren't on the podcast last week, but we've we figured out the impetus of the snakes. Uh, apparently, according to Greg, Gia's going around with just a box of rattlesnakes, giving them to people. So if you could ask her to stop doing that, that would be that would be amazing. I will. I'll ask her. I'll it ask would her to stop the, doing that. It would be the company ask, a lot. Yeah. You're gonna. You guys are gonna have to ask me to stop buying Steelbook Blu-rays because I have a fucking problem. You guys you don't get? want to show no. up. No. We gotta so t- we gotta talk about the the weird addictions here. It kind of funny because I'm okay. I'm worried about one person in particular, but we'll get to that person in a second. Oh, Tim, this Uh-oh. is gonna be a great topic today. I can already feel that there's a vibe here. There's gonna be a lot of <laughs> secrets uncovered and shit. But no, I have a problem when it comes to to physical media, and Best Buy is enabling that problem in a real way because they have some of the dopest exclusive steel books. So every week they just kind of release a new batch of these exclusive steel books, and I'm always just checking. And I keep telling myself, I'm like, I'm not gonna go down the rabbit hole. Here I am down the fucking rabbit hole, mm-hmm. right? You're in it. But how how am I not gonna buy this? Are you kidding me? Look oh, at this dread. That's wow. a fucking great buy. Dread, Wait, which right? dread is, is that? 4K? It's dread. That's dread. Like the real, oh, the good okay, dread, Kevin. Yeah. Not the well, not the Rob Schneider. I know. Amazing I know. Dread? Come on, it's a great movie. Ah, hey guys, what? Let's do a Judge Dread movie, but it needs comic relief. How about some Rob Schneider along with your Judge Dredd? Yeah, that'll capture the, the overall vibe was, of the I original comic. I fantastic, if I'm being honest. <laughs> and I always so this fiction all, all started at Best Buy uh, yeah. when, when I saw this that I had to buy which is it's so John, dope. I can't even get John mad Wick, for that. The entire so trilogy, baby. It's all three of them in this, and it's all 4K, of course. But then, yeah, then I I, I got Dread. I'm like, fuck, uh, I need this. Wait, I need this. but hold on. In that picture of Dread, he looks like a little anime little Yeah, his toy. arm looks like it's like small, is, right? His head looks so yeah. big, and his body his looks small. His head is so big. But it's not. It's it's really not especially it's compared rock. to his mouth. Well, that's the way the mouth looks. It looks real life. I am the law, he says. <laughs> Mr. Trump. Oh, fuck, that's so good. <laughs> Andy is the law. Nailed it. Andy, for the rest of this podcast, you are allowed to make whatever law you want. We have to adhere to it. You are the law. And then next up, I got I got this, which I just had to Ooh, fucking buy. Like, oh, I like that me? one, too. That's so are you fucking kidding cool. me, dude? Look at this. Wait, wow, do you buy these in person? Kevin. 
It's true. It was no, I ordered them on Audio <laughs> listeners, what are you? What are we looking at? Doesn't matter. It's a mystery. Oh, we're looking at the Come Hocus watch. Pocus. Why am I asking that? I love. I love that Andy is the, is the keeper of the audio. Like he's the guard of the audio listeners. Because <laughs> they yelled at it's him. It's my once, favorite thing. Now he's self conscious. Scared me. Yeah. Um, okay, guys, Tim, I want you to guess. Sorry, go for it. Wait, before we do that, just as a side note, I want you to earmark this. And actually, you know what, Delaney, when you're when you're tweeting at Tim to let you know about his name, please remind him that I would like to go over to his house Halloween. Have some fun, drink some punch, and watch Hocus Pocus this Halloween. We'll do it, guys. I, okay. I really, really love it. I want to have a Hocus Pocus party. I get to be uh, Sarah Jessica Parker. And now the last one for you guys. I want you to guess what Steelcase Blu-ray did I Fast buy? And I you definitely buy. did need to buy. Thank you, Nick Scarpino. This is now my fourth copy of Fast you and Furious. You just bought the... Didn't you just I, buy the whole set last yeah, year? Yeah, but for a second time, Joey, this is the 20th anniversary edition. What does that does that mean that it's the exact same disc that I've had a million times? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. the exact uh-huh. same one. Steal that code is someone going to get the code? Who's take getting it, the code? Who's oh, getting wow. the code? Wow. Someone can get the code. Look, wow. Delaney, go for it. Funny. Audio, anyway, list, audio listeners this. are really going to be pissed off now they don't have access to even trying to get that code. One thing I want to say though, Tim, is that like the the that for the 4K Fast and Furious movies aren't great looking. They're not. It's really sad. But why? Yeah. Like, why can't they everybody just do, just do it right? You know. Yeah, but they sound mm. great though, and that's the key. Sound is fifty percent of a movie. George Lucas, he once said that. Mm. It's that true. true. The other fifty percent, bad writing. Um, here's my here's what I'm gonna ask you, Tim. I need to come over to your house and borrow some 4K Blu-rays because I now have a PS5 and I now have a TV that's 4K and I have yet to hook the PS5 up to the TV and watch a single thing in 4K. I've had the TV for three months. You are missing out. So I know. I'm going to just give you a stack of things to watch. Hold on. Oh, everyone's going. Audio listeners, everyone's just leaving the podcast. Tim's going to have the same shit I have. I know. What are they going to have? Not only. Can you watch Speed Racer? Oh, I'm not watching Speed. Uh, Joey, Joey, you know it hurts. You know it hurts. I know. I like to cause racer. problems, though. We've can't gone a be, long time without any. Joey, Speed uh, Racer can't be mastered in 4K. Of course. Why oh, really? Would, like, oh, that's duh. Sad. Yeah. Four, it's, the 4K, it's, the, it's the 4K actually, reissue. It makes a difference. Lord of the Rings. Audio listener, he's showing us a giant book that looks like the Bible, but it says Lord of the Rings on it's it. The four, it's the 4K one, the one that they okay. just recolored and redid uh, recently. Okay. Oh, is this oh, one no, that you and Lucy were waiting for? The Dark Knight trilogy. The HDR Dark Knight trilogy, for sure. We got Dunkirk. I have all the Nolan stuff that I bought for in-review. I'm probably going to pass on Dunkirk. the Xbox One X that Joey let me broke. Sorry about that, Joe. I'll pay back really soon. I'd love to watch Interstellar in 4K. Inception and, oh, most importantly, Nick, with all of the fantastic IMAX scenes, Mission Impossible. You can go no wrong. The incredible thing about Mission Impossible Fallout is that my dad and I watched the first half of it on regular DVD, not knowing that it was in 4K because the IMAX shots are still scaled up really nicely. Mm -hmm. And, you know, 4K DVD players, they try to do the uprising thing or whatever. And it still looked impressive. And then we were like, oh, my God, this wasn't the 4K disc. Let's pop in that fucking 4K disc. And it looks amazing. I mean, it's just one of the the, the, the helicopter shots are all 4K, Nick. The jumping out of the airplane is all 4K. Or, or when I say 4K, I mean like the IMAX shots, the full yeah. frame yeah. IMAX shots. Yeah, fantastic, fantastic stuff right there. Uh, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm like... And then, of course, you know, I don't really know if I don't think IMAX really affects the yeah. other Mission Impossible movies. Um, or 4K, rather. They're usually, like, the Marvel movies are all 2K, usually. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but here's the thing, though, and that you're, you're right about that. And that's the problem. Things like Speed Racer, Nick, you, you mentioned it. It's the only reason mm-hmm. I'm bringing it up. It's not I, I, did, I did not mention and, it. Kevin mentioned it. That was that yeah. was a Kevin. Joey, Joey mentioned it. it. I know. Oh, Joey mentioned it. Okay. I don't want to take credit are, for that. They're, they're for supposedly they're going to try to make it in 4K, right? It just won't look as good. And it's, yeah, the intermediary codex and all that stuff. There's the whole fucking thing. But 4K is not the only thing because there's HDR. There's a lot of stuff added to these discs yeah. that, mm-hmm. that do enhance mm-hmm. the experience a lot. But, Nick, the answer is simple for you. It is this. You have the oh, LG OLED now. That's amazing. You're going to want to so watch good. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Okay. The colors are fucking insane. Okay, if you want something that. that's a little more realistic, boom, Blade Runner 20. Oh, so I was going to oh. ask you if you had that. Oh. Okay, I need, I need to watch that again. It's the standard when it comes to the visual side of the whole thing. When it comes to the audio visual, I'm not talking about the quality the movie just talking about the quality of the experience boom ready player one okay this is this okay. is like huh. the standard demo disc the that you right. want to show off specifically There's that a lot first of fun race. audio the first fun race really fucking cool um quality ass movie like the opposite of that like where it's a great movie and it looks and sounds fantastic boom mad max, mad max. i knew it fury Fury you know what? Bro. I might borrow that because I don't think D's ever seen that. She's like, oh I don't, she's, she's it's like, gonna it's going to be too intense. That. I was like, oh, yeah, it's going to be way too intense for you, but we're going to watch it. I think I'm the only person on planet Earth, and I'm willing to admit that I'm wrong, that just that I liked Mad Max Fury Road. Mm-hmm. I like wh- when everybody else is kind of like, you know, falling over themselves for it. I was like, ah, this is a great movie. It just wasn't great for me. And maybe I need to rewatch it, but I just thought it was like a good ass movie. No, and you might not. I, yeah. I felt like it was like the next coming of Christ, according to everybody right and i was like you know what i'm probably in the wrong on this i may need to rewatch it and watch it yeah. with a nice tv now i i'm yeah. kind of with you where it's like i like it's awesome it's great but like i do think it was a little overhyped but it's you know not a big deal i think you guys are i think you guys are 100 percent right for could, feeling could that use, it could use paul rudd you know? definitely could use paul rudd could use <laughs> paul walker also um yeah. With the thing about Mad Max Fury Road for me was that if you are a fan of the Mad Max series, it was super cool to see uh, George Miller come back to it, do all the stuff practically, do all the road work and all that right. shit without doing a lot of effects, and just tell one of the a Mad Max style story. And I think that's what a lot of people responded to, myself included, is like, I'm a big fan of Road Warrior and Thunderdome, and to a degree, the original Mad Max, even though it's kind of hard to get there because it's a completely different movie. But and it's very it's an indie movie, so it's very very simple. But um, so seeing him come back to that and just do a legit sequel and another movie in the series was i think really cool for people and nailing the tone and nailing the vibe and just having Charlize their own kind of be the lead alongside tom hardy's mad max and that was really cool for people but if you're not if you're not into that type of movie yeah there's there's no reason why you should need to watch it again if it didn't vibe with you i just i just i love that po- his post-apocalyptic style is so fucking right is it shot really well for 4k tim before uh have an interjection i mean that's, okay, that's cool. the thing it's mad max for your road it's like i i'm kind of more with you and and kev when it comes to the movie uh maybe a little higher than you guys but it, in terms of like the 4k transfer and all that stuff it is it's the standard man like, okay it's cool beautiful Very cool uh, now Nick. let me ask you this question tim before we go before kevin hold i want to i want you i want to get your question real quick but i have to ask him a question before i forget is the 4k blu-ray for um blade runner 2049 going to be better than me watching it on hbo max on my um computer screen on your ipad mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> i just wanted to piss him off all right kevin what was your question <laughs> you always give me a fucking stroke just so you know <laughs> uh no i was gonna say have you heard the theory that the um mad max in the mad max movie is the little kid from the second mad max grown up Sorry, say that again Oh, there's a lot of words in there. In, in the <laughs> Fury Road. Yeah, there Fury are. Road. Yes, well, in Fury I, yeah, Road, okay. I'm moving. I'm trying to move away so that I don't use the word Mad Max enough that as many times. <laughs> so in Fury Road, 
Yeah. The Mad Max that we see acts very different from the Mad Max. Bob Marty. Yeah. yeah. From the other movie, Mel Gibson's Mad Max. There is a mm. theory that the kid from Mad Max 2, you know, the kid with the, the fucking metal warrior. boomerang. Yeah. Yeah, the crazy fucking kid that's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. like feral. Right, that yeah. doesn't talk much. He yeah. grows up idolizing my, Mad Max and becomes oh, the and Mad just takes Max over the moniker. Yeah. That's, that's cool. That would be yeah, cool. Would, it's like James Bond. That's the only thing for me that like pushes it to the next level. Like I hope that we get someday hints of that being true. Interesting. I doubt he'll ever go that deep into the lore, but I think because they're doing another one, right? They're doing uh, two, I believe. A prequel yeah. and with a Anya Taylor-Joy, right? See, I just think it's cool. I think that what I loved most about that movie um, was that it wasn't about Mad Max. It was about... Charlize, it was about what was her the Furiosa? Furiosa. Was it? Yeah, yeah, it was about her, and it was about the like her her journey, and he was just kind of along for the ride. And I love how understated he is in the entire movie, where he doesn't even talk for the first like thirty minutes of it, and then says like three words. I just love it. I'm also Nick, just a huge fan of that. Um, segue, Nick. What do you what What are you drinking in your coffee right now? Oh, um, Andy, the coffee has been gone for a while. This is uh, oh. just a big old bunch of this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you put coach yeah, in there. That's stuff. right. I forgot yeah. you put that in there. It's Friday. We woke up a little early for the production meeting. It's possible I was burning it out last night till about one o'clock in the morning in the war zone. So we're staying Cause, caffeinated. Because I did my weekly Starbucks thing where mm-hmm. I just kind of, you know, click on stuff on the phone. I don't really have a whole lot of direction. I don't really know what I'm doing. You're so brave. Per se. Um, <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. Back up. So many questions. Just, He's so. Yeah, I do a lot too. I would Let's, never do. You this. just yeah. you just order things through the Starbucks mobile app without knowing what you're ordering. Well, I just I don't. It's more of me trying to find the thing that I like and hoping that I remember. Ah, oh, mark that one down. Mark that okay. one down. I mean, that was a good one. Yeah. So here's what I'm going to tell you about Starbucks right now: is it's not about finding the thing you like. It's about finding the thing you need. And for me, it's just Damn. caffeine as much caffeine as humanly possible. I think Tim's with me on that one. Remember when we used to get Trenty iced coffees? No, it's right there. Okay, there. He's still oh, got it. so good. <laughs> just a jug of iced coffee. Because so, I, I guess for me, it's not really what I need. I, I've got caffeine in spades here, right? I've got sure. tons of energy drinks. But every once a week, especially when it's cooler in the morning, I like doing a warmer beverage, especially if we're going to be on yeah. camera early, right? I just It kind of feels feels like home. Feels you know? right, yeah. I never you drink like coffee, coffee, I never Andy? drink coffee at home. Um. I do, Joey, and I would drink it a lot more probably if we had a – I think we do have a Keurig here, but I just don't really know what the – you know, Joey, it's I like – I fucking hate you, Andy. I, <laughs> I love how useless you are. You're like, yeah, I mean, I'm in this house, and there's there's probably house things here, but like <laughs> – Yeah. What's um, amazing is that it, – I, mean, I, I don't remember you have, drinking coffee at the office, but – I did. I, I, I did for sure. attention. Yeah, I mean, I had I had the, the Splatoon mug that I use mm. quite often on the morning shows and stuff mm. like that. I, I use the Keurig mm. quite often there. Um, but then after a while, you know, there would only be dark roast available. It's like, ah, just someone drank all the Dunkin' what Donuts and it was just like the, the leftover. Dunkin'. Yeah. So, so this is another morning of me just kind of picking something. And this What'd one is pick? called GR flat white, a grande flat oh, yeah. white. And I'm not really sure what the flat white is, but at one point I think I ordered, I love cinnamon in my stuff. Right. And at one mm. point I ordered one of the cinnamon beverages and this thing was 80% foam. And I'm pretty sure I said like, mm-hmm. You gotta say no foam. Because here's the thing on the the, the foam options. Sometimes they got dry. Um, sometimes they got wet. Mm-hmm. No, maybe that's not an option. But they have like different foam options with yeah. weird words. Well, they have I'm the not... cold foam. Yeah, Joe. I just wish 
in the foam options, like add a little JPEG for all of them. Let me see what all the mm. foam because you're you're putting words for what the foam options are. I don't know what mm. that looks like though when it comes in the cup, right? Mm -hmm. Um, like I, I'm I'm gonna look it up right now. But um, today, yeah, today I ordered this flat white because the other day I was pretty unimpressed. What is, what's the description the for a flat white so we all know? Because um, I'm not quite sure what well, that let is. Let me look it up. I, I think no, it's pretty sure it's a, re like a, a reverse latte. latte? You yeah. can't just say shit like a reverse latte. Well, isn't a latte a reverse cappuccino? Hold on. No, cappuccino I'm going to have a graphic more fun. moment. Okay, so this thing standard comes with three espresso shots. Oh, shit. What button did I press? Oh. Oh, nope, there it is. PS5 it. provided by PlayStation for review. This episode's brought to you by PS5. We all love them. Let's go. Um, of course, I have to get almond milk. That's like the standard. I need to do that. So I'm not doing that. Now, have, have you tried, tried, have you tried oat, oat milk? milk? Yeah. Thank you, Nick. Thank you. It's what, like what, drinking cereal. It, it's, it's, it tastes like the, the milk left over from cereal sometimes, like oaty. Oat milk. Okay. I'll, yeah. I'll it's keep a little that in mind. Right. Okay. thicker. It's a little thicker. sweeter. I'll yeah. keep that in mind. But I, I, I added um, cinnamon powder, cinnamon dolce syrup. And so I'm going to do a taste test here in a bit to see if maybe this could possibly be the one. But the one that I got last time was very disappointing. And I think it was a, a cafe latte. Um, yeah, so you just got a latte then at that point. Grande cafe latte. But I swear it was like really, really small. No milk foam was what I asked for, and I'm pretty sure it had milk foam. Maybe that was just their mistake. Andy, it another seems one I like... got was coffee frappuccino. That's the one where I didn't know it was going to be frozen, and it was frozen. It was like I had a coffee slushy at night. Yeah, so anything that's called, anything that's a frappuccino, frapp is there. It's frozen. The frapp sounds for sounds for guy, frozen that's... cappuccino, right? Yeah, frozen cappuccino. <laughs> well, uh, um, Kevin, I can't read the words here. What does that What does that first picture of the flat so, white say? So yeah, that, so it looks like what's on top. Is uh, so on the left, let's say it's steamed milk and espresso, and on the okay. right, and that's the flat white, and then on the right, it's the same thing except for it has milk foam on the top. Milk, oh, I think the, the ratios, I think the ratio is different too, yeah, because that's the only difference between different really a latte and a cappuccino shape, is the ratio of foam to, to here, milk here to here. espresso. Starbucks has a little description. It says smooth oh, wait, ristretto shots of espresso to get the perfect amount of steamed whole milk to create a not too strong, not too creamy, just right flavor. That's what they say on top. But I'll, I mean, that's it more of a delicious. like, let's compliment our drink as opposed yeah. to let's tell you what you're getting sort of thing. Mm -hmm. I think it's just kind of trying to bust me drink, up, you know? This drink is really going to go well with you, Andy. This drink's going to rub your... <laughs> exactly, <laughs> it's yeah, just a nice, yeah. It's just a nice drink for a Sunday um, afternoon. You're hold like, on. What the fuck is it? What's in I'm it? I'm going to try to create a new order because it's it's really... It's the foam stuff that's got me off. Well, let's up. let's 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 start at the basics here with you, Andy. Do you want it to be sweet, or do you want it just to be yeah. a, an espresso drink? No, espresso no, no. Drink. Like I, I like a, a little bit of sugar taste. I like a leaning Some towards balance. sweet. I don't want this shit to be like the mocha fraps that we would get when we were in high school and hang right. out at the at the Starbucks mm -hmm. trying to. You don't want to be like a cute girl over there, yeah? Right, right. No, so I, you, don't, you, I don't. I don't want that super sweet taste. But I do like a little bit of cinnamon. I like the cinnamon to go along with my coffee. Okay. Well, you can always add a dash of cinnamon to the top of it. Oh, here we go. Before the order comes out. Here's the explanations for the foam. Regular foam, extra dry, wet, extra wet, dry. Those are the hmm. five options that they give you. Wait, and, sorry, say that again? Yeah, why so, is dry yeah, at the end? Like, this sounds like, like bookended. This, this sounds like I'm being a goof right now, but the foam, it's regular foam. Um, extra dry, wet, extra wet, dry. <laughs> I it, it's can't bizarre. fathom that people actually do that when you order it. 
Like there's so many oh, different yeah. options that I have to imagine there's like you're getting fucking foam. You're not getting extra wet slash dry foam. Actually from somewhere foam. like Starbucks where it's like that's not why you're here. You're not getting your like very specific coffee drink here. You're here because it's convenient. Uh, although maybe actually Joe to paint a, the counter argument for that. Starbucks is sort of like the jiffy lube of like coffee restaurants, right? Or coffee establishments. You so mean like in terms they of how custom they can get? Yeah, they, I mean, I don't know that, but I'm just saying they're very efficient. So maybe they do oh. have it down to a science where, like, they just look at it and they're like, I can do all this stuff because it's, like, it's made to order shit that, like that. That's what I love about uh, about Whataburger and how when you order a Whataburger, they have stickers, very, dis, you know, descriptive stickers that they put on top of the burger mm-hmm. that say, you know, the yellow one is, like, whatever, cheese, and the red one is no this, and the green one is no that or whatever. Yeah. And so they get very custom with their stuff, and I... I'd like to think that Starbucks is the same way, but I, I'm just trying to find a drink. I think this one might be the one because this one, obviously, a lot of caffeine, espresso shots, sure. but it tastes good too. It's got a good taste to it. I might try oat milk next time. Maybe that's the the moda, the next modifier time. that I go for. Well, oat if, milk and cinnamon sounds like I'm excited for you, man. Yeah. If there is a next time, jeez, jeez. there will. Be I will say <laughs> that, uh, and we've talked about this a little bit before, but I am shocked that the default iced coffee at Starbucks is sweetened. It's That's backwards as hell. That it's should horrible. not be. No, taste. it's perfect. It's perfect. But it's like it's weird having to order an unsweetened iced coffee. You yeah. should order a sweetened iced coffee. The default iced coffee should just be, should be. an iced coffee. It should be not, iced coffee. If you order a, a Trenta iced coffee, yeah. Do you yeah. see yeah. how many oh, pumps I'm familiar. Seven, seven pumps yeah, of classic sugar? Seven Ugh. how many sweetened pumps? Here's what seven. I want to tell me. Look but at this. Do the me a thing. favor. Here's where look it gets at- confusing. You think is Tim not also the person that thinks that cheeseburger should be default? Yeah, his opinions or, on cheeseburgers are garbage. We all know that, but because I feel like that's the opposite of what you're saying for this sweetened ice coffee. No, no, if I no, order an iced coffee, the majority of people in the world, Joey, think an iced coffee is 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 unsweetened. Yeah. Starbucks is the only people that default to sweetened. It bo- it, it boils down to this: really? if okay, I say Starbucks is the majority have, of coffee in the, the world, the craft the craft beverage they want to serve with like a level of sweetness. Then they should be able to dictate that that's they're they're presenting their Thank version you, of that ice Thank coffee. You. Yeah, but Joe, here's here's what you're missing. Okay, the world's mm-hmm. obviously centers around me. When I when I get an iced coffee and someone accidentally puts those seven pumps of I think the Ventis only have like five, but still they put the classic syrup in there, right? And you take that first swig expecting it not to be in there, and that shitty like cheap it tastes like sugar chemical like thing hits your lips. It makes me literally want to throw up. I love that you hate that sugar, but you're fine with housing Diet Coke. Oh, yeah. (laughs) This is is, is, is aspartame right here. This is aspartame. (laughs) No, but there there is something weird and chemically, uh, chemically, chemically about the. There's weirding. There's something weird and chemical isk, chemical esque. Chemical esque. (laughs) Of. Uh, with the syrup that Starbucks does put in their sweetening syrup or whatever, like it, there's some something about the flavor that does just it rubs me the wrong way. I'd rather like just have powdered sugar in there, kind of mixed throughout, because um, something about it just tastes. It tastes like when you're you know you're trying to take medicine and they add a little sweetener to it. It's like this still tastes like medicine. Still you know? tastes like I medicine. Don't, yeah. I don't love the taste of an unsweetened coffee. Uh, the same with. You know, my, my feelings towards unsweetened coffee are very similar to like unsweetened iced tea or even beer. Like it's just it's a bitter taste. Maybe I need to get, you know, more familiar with it, mm-hmm. but it's just not for me. 
But when you add a little bit of a sweetener to it, it kind of makes it worse. It really is like the poopery after taking a big old dump. Great way to put it. And it just smells like dump with a little bit of poopery. Yeah. Know? It's like smelling a big pile of shit and a rose at the same time. You're just like, it's still shit. They're, it's dominating. Yeah. Like it's, it, you, so are you, you already <laughs> soiled the kind of it, result here, you know? It took me a so long are you time. Just saying that you just don't like coffee then? No, I mean, I, I like this. Which one's which? I, 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 I don't, think the coffee is um, the poop. So when it okay. co- so when it comes to the stuff that I've been getting lately, Joe, like the mm-hmm. the cappuccinos or the mocha lattes or whatever the fuck you want to call them, like all these more geared towards the sweeter side of of stuff. Yeah, I would much prefer than an unsweetened iced coffee with a sweetener of syrup because I feel like the sweetener of syrup always just tastes fake. It tastes, I don't know, it tastes like. They're trying to trick me, you know. I don't like trying to be tricked. <laughs> they got secrets. Yeah, I'll say. I'll say when I first started drinking Starbucks, obviously I went through like the. I think I went through the classic path of people who do it. Right, I was young, went frappuccinos, mocha frappuccinos, that did all that stuff all first. All the chocolate drizzle, all, all that, that stuff bullshit, first, yeah. uh, and then slowly but surely, like kind of trained myself to go to just iced coffee. But then I used to do because I didn't want all the calories of the actual sweetener. I'd say unsweetened, but then I would put like three Splenda in it with. Just a shit ton, ton of half and half, which makes it completely just a, compl- a different drink. And then slowly but surely took out the Splenda and then took out the half and half. And that's how I got to like actually acquiring a taste for iced black coffee. Oh, what's the half and half? Half and half is like a, it, it's cream. Basically, it's half milk, yeah. half cream, basically. It's, so mm. it's a thicker. The little things, the little tiny pods yeah. that you open up and uh, pour that all always oh, on the side. Okay. Yeah. Gosh, I just have. Nick. Oh, my gosh. It just takes me back to like going to old Mexican restaurants where they had like the clear white or the clear uh, red cups, similar to like the pizza oh, yeah, hut ones. The Coca-Cola and I re- ones, yeah. I just remember like my, you know, I'd get like a little breakfast taco, a little like just potatoes because it was the eggs at the time, a little some bacon. And my grandma would always have the little, mm-hmm. little half and half thing. It just takes me You'd, back like, to a time. stack them on the table. Yeah, dude. <laughs> it takes me back to a time, Joe. Uh, Kevin, what were you I was going to say, have you ever like, have we ever told you, me and Tim, why we like black coffee? No, I don't think so. Uh, well, it was concerned. it was because Tim used to hang out with Nick, and Nick would or Tim would go and order a frappuccino, which me and Tim were both really into at the time, and Nick would just kind of give him shit about it till he embarrassed him too <laughs> much. The, the, that's not it, Kev. I thought you were going to go a different direction with it. That's partly true, and it, I was past the fraps at that point. By the time I was with Nick, it was definitely mm-hmm. like the I was still I was in Mocha. Mocha the car- or the point. caramel ma- macchiato. Oh, macchiato. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Give me a good caramel macchiato. Oh, I'm yeah. Sure. I worked with a guy at Best Buy who would always go, give me some of that macchiato. He would always do that. Macchiato. Ricky, Ricky, <laughs> Ricky Stribling. Hope you're doing well, Ricky Stribling. Hell yeah. Did people like, no, did people was, like Ricky? Was, was Ricky a guy that people liked? <laughs> oh, he was cool shit. He was, okay. like, he, was like, he was like kind of the dude who was not the boss, but in, in the position above me. And we were just homies. Like We talked football all the time. I'd call him Strib, he'd call me Cortez, and he'd always walk in and be like, come on, Cortez, what are you doing, Cause, dog? Because what, <laughs> you, just, what you just guy. said to me reminded me of a guy we used to work with named Alex Solomita, and that's such oh, a thing Alex. that Alex would have said. Give me one of those <laughs> like macchiatos. Give me one of the macchiatos. <laughs> and I would have, and, and, but with Alex, and, and this is and Alex, if, you, if you're watching, I love you. You know I love you. Thank He's you for not. the text of, uh, of, of Psych 3. But it would be every other time it would annoy you. 
it would be once where we'd get a laugh and then he'd do it again and it would annoy you and then he'd do it again and, and you would laugh and then he would do it again. you know what i mean tim tim knows oh, exactly yeah. what i'm talking about yeah that's, Love you, that's, alex. that's how nick nick and alex work for sure oh, no yeah. but the the nick shame is is definitely true to an extent but i wouldn't call it shame as much as education like he got mm-hmm. me to a good place where mm-hmm. i was drinking the black coffee but i will say to twist this though there was still the judgment where i judged the fuck out of nick mostly silently i did call you out a bunch of times for the splenda and and uh half and half you'd pour oh, in because you were horrible. just like creating a problem you didn't order a problem but then you made it a problem yeah, yeah. it was like okay okay <laughs> but the reason i skipped that step entirely and i just jumped straight to the black eyes coffee was because there was this dude named bernard that kind of ran ign like at least the parts of ign we were on from a business standpoint and i've never met a more intimidating more business-minded man than him and he was just impressive like he's just one of those like hulking figures that you look at and you're just like whatever you say you're absolutely right and i'll never fucking forget that uh he was just talking about like he he watched me go at ign and order or and i get make a coffee and then he was like what you putting in that and i was like i don't know some stuff he's like i just drink my coffee black and he just walked away and i was like i'm drinking my coffee black black yep that's just my life and uh since then that's how I tried my coffee. If that's, Bernard's doing it, I'm fucking doing it because that's a power move. Yeah, a big power. a big part of it, Tim, is the intimidation. I feel, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. It's it's like when I go to a bar, like I don't know what I'm doing, and whatever you're getting, sure, I'll try that out. Similar to to blessing getting the old fashioned with Greg and Jen when he went out no, to go hang out. A dirty martini. Oh, a dirty martini. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh, I love dirty martinis. And then being though. like, you don't have to get these. You can get something else if you want. Yeah. It was just blessing trying to fit in. But a lot of it, it, it is me worried about the shame of people shaming me and being like, oh, you got to do all the custom shit. It's like, I just want something that Ow. I enjoy the taste of. Back off. Bitch. But that's the, that's the point of coffee is that it's, I mean, you're, you're, you're sort of not buying into the culture, but you're experiencing the culture. And if that culture for you, to, like to me coffee in the more like you're on a trip it's vacation maybe we should it's a have had alexis trip, right? and hunter on this episode by the way oh but that would have been <laughs> smart i don't know we're gonna talk about coffee this long <laughs> but like follow me on this one we're, we're on a work trip right we did the <laughs> thing we got one more thing left you know we're, we're at the convention we got one more thing left at five we all wake up around 11 o'clock we're a little hungover right you get the text from greg hey i've been up since five o'clock in the morning because i'm a freak whatever <laughs> Going down to yeah, the breakfast table. I, I did table. a hike at 3.30 in the morning. I did a fucking ran a half, a half marathon with Gia or whatever. I'm like, you yeah. guys, way too productive. Mm-hmm. I just rolled out of bed. Get a table. Do you guys want to come? You go, yes. Order me a coffee. And you get there and the coffee's there and it's hot. And it just is just so inviting and it makes you think of friendship. And, and you, it just kind of fortifies you for the day. It gets you ready for your day. That's the point of coffee. So if if you want something that's going to be simple. If a cappuccino is your drink, then that is just your drink. No one's going to judge you for that. I will throw a little shade your way, though, if your coffee order has more than three modifiers to it. That's where I start thinking no. you just, yeah, that's just See, a little too much for me. I won't do it around Nick. I, I need, I'm going to need you to like either go to the restroom while I'm ordering or I'll go to the restroom while you're ordering so that you could go sit your fucking ass down and then I can order you know scene well, judgment how do you say judgment in spanish guys? sand sand judgment oh i don't know scene. yeah no, you're right scene that, but scene. the french one is the only one people usually use sans no but i was gonna say how do you say judgment in spanish <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, oh i don't know kevin and i both skip past the question we just said sans or sin that's the, I, I know without being seen who's <laughs> <laughs> I'm close spanish 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 <laughs> with kev 
Let's Google it. <laughs> Soy Kevin. <laughs> Soy Kevin. <laughs> anyway, that's that's just kind of my copyright. I just wanted to talk about that. Um, I well, do have another question to pose to the group. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I love when Andy just owns shows. I love it. It's, it really takes a lot of the responsibility off me as the host, the de facto I, 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 host of the I'm, show. I'm, I'm sure people have, have written in questions and stuff, but I was kind of thinking about this the other day um, because I was... Um, I think, oh, you know what? I was messaging a girl on Tinder. We were talking about our, how we prefer to work out, right? Oh, Tim, don't even make that noise. There's been <laughs> like, like 30 of them and they all amount to nothing. Like, <laughs> they, just, they, nothing. they just unmatched. I owe you 29 was, more oohs. Whatever. Yeah. Anyway, um, the, uh, the uh, that's not a very dismissive of, of the women. I'm sorry. Like no, no sometimes no, no, no. it's just like I write it as dismissive of the process. Dismiss, not the women. Yeah, dismissive yeah. of the process. Sounds, and the the Tinder process of Tinder the just sounds is not horrible. As yeah. Alluring as it seems. Yeah. Um. So, uh, she was like, "Well, what? Why do you? Why don't you like working out when it's you know in the weather outside?" And I was like, "Well, I'm from Texas, and this is kind of what I'm used to." And trying to run outside in San Francisco, it's like tougher on me. Like my lungs just have still not acclimated and probably never will get used to it. And, and then I wondered like, if I could control the weather and make my seasons to just fit my world, what would they be? And I was wondering what would yours be? Hmm. Like what, what would your ideal summer be your ideal fall? We're talking weather, precipitation, maybe a couple days it snows just so you can experience snow. You know, I don't know, whatever you want. Don't need snow. Definitely don't need snow. And, I, and to this day, I don't understand people that choose to live in snow. Uh, if snow was thrust upon you, I understand that's a different thing. But if you're like, let's move to a snowy area and just be miserable for like three weeks out of the year or four weeks out of the year. No, I don't like that. But Andy, I love this question because, as you know, I'm from Southern California. I like... I, I'm partial to a summer that's just a little too hot. Like, just, like you get sure. in the, this, the car and you forget and you're wearing shorts. You go, ah, because you burn the back of your thighs on the car, on the car seat. The seat belt kind of like, ooh, the middle part. Oh, the, oh, yeah, the middle part hits your nipple. You go, ah, I yeah. can't use that for the rest of the day. Why aren't you wearing a shirt? <laughs> oh, no, I'm just saying, like, it goes through the, I wear a very. <laughs> Do you have just like a low cut shirt or a high cut? Oh, in, in, <laughs> Andy, in this in this fantasy, I'm wearing Nick's one wearing of those mesh. tank tops that just barely covers the nipples and just moves aside, and I'm working out all the time. It's mesh, yeah, it's mesh. Yeah, and I'm also driving like a Fiero, like some sort of Firebird. Uh, but then I want when fall comes around. Fall is my favorite season. First off, I love when the weather turns cold. I like when the leaves start falling. I like when you get that little chill and you realize the holidays maybe are right around the corner. That's what I love. And then give me a little bit of rain, not too much rain, but enough rain so that people stop talking about the drought so I don't have to feel bad about taking really, 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 really long showers. Um, yeah, don't talk to me. Yeah, don't talk down to me about my water usage. Okay. Yeah, the whole planet that. could do a little bit better. Okay. Not just me. All right. Yeah. Put the onus, just put the onus on big business. On all right. Else. Yeah. Yeah. Put this the onus is, on big business. Yeah. This is how dedicated I am to conserving water, to my water conservation efforts. I'm probably only going to drink Diet Coke for the rest of the day, not even one sip of water. That's how that's how serious I am about it, Andy. Great. That's mm. yep. Let's Great. let Nick frame it that way. Taking one it. for the team, you know? Yep. Uh, for because for, team because for me, if I could make my summers 85 during the day, right? So mm -hmm. it's warm outside. 85 is hot. That's hot. 
I mean, yeah, I guess, but San Francisco you know, when, when you're, yeah, it's San Francisco hot. And, but I'm talking like ideal situation. I have air conditioning like I did back in Texas and mm-hmm. 85 Everywhere. is whatever. Cause you step outside, you could work out. I could play basketball with the homies. I can get a really, really good sweat in still around 85. So you can get a sweat in at like fucking 65, but I just, mm-hmm. I prefer that warm weather. Um, I would like the winners to maybe get down to like 40 or 50 just because I, pref- I I like Christmas to kind of feel chillier, obviously. And then maybe three days make it snow on random days. You know, don't tell me when. You just I'll hit randomize on when the days that it does snow um, because I want it to be a surprise. I, I enjoy that. And I haven't seen snow in oof, like a decade. Um, the sp- spring could go just like summer. Again, you know, when you grow up in the RGV, spring and summer are the same. Like as soon as winter's done... By the way, the winters in the RGV, they may be like 60 degrees. As soon as winter's done, spring hits and it's fucking 90 degrees like <laughs> the next day. And then the summers will maybe hit 100 or whatever. But I would like my my spring to be around eh, 70. Let me let me get some of the cool. Uh, 70 is great weather. The cool kind of it's crisp weather. weather in the morning when you wake up also. Uh, and going now, into the fall, I would like, I'd say around 60 to 55 to lead into that. So it's. There's only about 30 degrees of change, mm-hmm. but that's kind of all I want. Uh, but it's really the 85 in the summer that I, I really that, – that, that's the one that if the boss of weather said, no, Andy, you can't have all these modifiers. I'm Nick Scarpino. All these coffee modifiers don't work for me. Three. I would say, that's it. okay, then just the 85 summer. That's the only one I would take. Go ahead, Nick. Now, here's what I'm going to say. The, the, one, the one criticism I have of your plan, I think it was beautiful, well Thank said. You. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. I agree. 65 degree weather to 70 degree weather or maybe like 60 to 65 degree weather can go fuck itself that's weather where you're like do i bring a jacket and you always get stuck holding the jacket and if you don't bring the jacket you freeze your your cojones off and you're like i should have brought the jacket yeah that's the kind of shit that i can't stand about san francisco yeah. yeah yeah i'm with you the my only if i could change one thing about the weather with this magical power that Andy has bestowed upon us mm-hmm. is that I want summer weather to be warm enough at night to where I don't have to bring don't a jacket. Oh, jacket. I like that. Jeff. That's Southern I like California. That. I like when it's right warm there. at night. You can just go out, especially yeah, in Orange County oh, and even yeah, in Sacramento, dude. where it's like Sacramento gets like a little bit chilly at night because it has some Delta breeze or whatever. So but like seventy-five just, all the time during the mm-hmm. summer is what you would kind of want. Oh exactly. yeah, that that used to be the best, Joe. When you it was like you'd get out of the bar or like you'd go outside to smoke a cigarette. Not that you ever smoke cigarettes, but you get outside no, to smoke never. a cigarette, and you're just like, I'm, I'm almost, I'm almost sweating a little bit. Yeah, but it's nice and it's, it's quiet. And it so it kind of reminds me of the RTX days where there would be some days we would get lucky and we might have one day where it wasn't hundred degrees. It might be mm-hmm. like lower nineties. <laughs> Which, you know, we're in the convention hall all day. At night, we're going to be most likely bar hopping, going from place to place, Definitely. going to that pizza spot or whatever. But at night, that's when it would be like up, like lower 80s, upper 70s on the lucky days, right? The, like the fucking, the ones that just are super rare. Mm-hmm. And I love that, Joe. Like walking out of the bar and it just, you, it feels fresh. It doesn't feel like muggy or humid it just feels good as shit oh i love those nights love those nights okay yeah see for me growing up in san francisco consistency is key i love that with the rare weak exception here of the heat and the weak exception of the in- intense rain and it's freezing fucking cold otherwise we're kind of just always in the same place the one thing i would change is the grayness of everything 
I, I, I want mm. blue skies at all times. Oh. I want to just get rid of seasons. I grew up not having seasons. I don't mm-hmm. want seasons. Sure. They can they can die in a fire. 75 degrees Jesus at all times, yeah. period. Whether it's summer, winter, fall, spring, who gives a shit? It's 75 degrees. Oh, but that's not I'm, good for you. feeling good. You don't got AC at home, though. That's what a fan's for. 75's not that bad. And if it was 75 oh, always. 75 sucks for me. But maybe I, I think like it's just my location. 75 in the shade is totally fine. 75 outside is fine, but 75 in my apartment sucks. Oh, you, <laughs> some, you make a point. Because it it's like 85 hot. in my apartment when it's 75 outside. Yeah, but if you're like, it, I have to open the windows all the way and maybe just like sit on the porch and it's perfect. That's, that's in my mind, though, this is the new standard for the world where this is this is the new weather everywhere is always 75. So with mm. that, AC would be standardized everywhere. Gotcha. Another yeah, you're adding now, another modifier. We'll see what now, the weather Tim, thinks about. I'll that. tell you what should be the standard. Our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Kind of Funny Reactions. It's our show that we do weekly, sometimes multiple times a week, covering, reviewing, recapping, reacting to the latest in movie and TV. Whether it's a movie trailer, a new episode of Star Wars The Bad Batch, which episode one and two right now, we have our thoughts over there. If you want any of the MCU shows, Falcon and Winter Soldier, WandaVision, all that stuff, it's there. We were doing some movies like The Mitchells versus The Machines, which is out on Netflix now. And you can catch our thoughts on Kind of Funny Reactions, a show you can get on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny or podcast services. Search for Kind of Funny Reactions. Please subscribe. Please leave good reviews. Please thumbs up, five stars, all the good stuff. 10 out of 10. It's all good stuff that helps us a lot, the algorithms and whatnot. Uh, but Kind of Funny Reactions is something that we want to grow and we want to, to push further. And the more people watching and listening, the more things we'll react to. That's just kind of how it works. Uh, we've been doing the Bad Batch for Star Wars. I'm not sure if we're going to do it weekly. Uh, if the reaction is there, we will. So if that sounds like something you're into, please check it out. Um, but we're hoping to do a lot more reviews and stuff going forward. So please subscribe to that. Um, or if you YouTube's more your thing. YouTube.com slash kind of funny. Kind of funny reactions. It's a damn good time. Oh, sh- And now we're back, ladies and gentlemen. I thought you guys uh, go 69. Because 69, no. 69 is me, a great weather, though. It's a great weather. 69 is my favorite temperature. Jokes aside, whatever. That's where I want it to be, whether I'm at a hotel or whether Absolutely. I'm in my car. That's what my thermostat's always I always, always go to that 69. It feels great because you're getting that wind. Things are feeling nice from mm-hmm. the, the AC coming at you, but it's not freezing cold. Cause I feel like the moment you drop beneath 69, like you guys were talking about 65, 65 and under is fucking cold. Like yeah. that's just where we're at. And once, once you start getting to the, like people are, Oh, I'm from Minnesota. It's like, yeah, it's fucking cold guys. Anything under 65, yeah. you're is crazy fucking cold. It's just even more fucking <laughs> yeah. cold. We get this it. What, this is what I understand about people who are like, Oh, you guys don't understand cold. We're like, yeah, we don't because it's, snow is yeah. scary and it's dangerous. And it's cold, and we don't like that cold. Mm-hmm. Similar to how Andy's talking about RTX, that's a little too hot. Like when you Was walk out of the convention center, it's and it's not it feels even the like, hot; it's the humid. It's but it feels Joe like the heat is and the humidity is just pushing you into the ground, and it's like harder to walk. But it is a nice trade off when you go and you, you're drinking on that rooftop bar, and you're just like, "This is this is the life." We're living la vida loca. But the, the, <laughs> yeah, but like the, there definitely are the exceptions. I remember. I forget which RTX it was, but so many guests came into town, and I think it may have been 2018. No, maybe 2016. I forget which year it was. But it was definitely one of the years where 
it was not the norm. It was really nice, and people are like, "Austin's so beautiful." I was like, dude, no, and like, you don't like, know. It was one oh four last week. <laughs> like, yeah, you don't know. Like three days ago, and it usually should it should be one oh four, but right now for whatever reason, it's not. Um, yeah, the, the I'm talking about the outliers. I'm talking about the days that are just perfect, right? And the reason why I do want seasons, Tim, is it. I do think it helps better track the passage of time for me to know. Oh, fall's coming. It's getting a little chilly. Getting a little, getting a little uh, crispy outside. I enjoy this. And then mm. the winter comes, and then you know we're talking, you know, lower fifties is what I would prefer. And, and then it snows three days again, randomized days. Pick but, a day. See, like, I have God. a problem with the randomized days. Yeah, I want to know. I want. I, I, I want to know, on. and I would pre- preferably like it to be between Christmas and New Year's because that's already like a dead zone, anyways, where anything goes, sure. and I don't feel the need to be productive. Because I don't, I feel like being productive in the snow. Is Make not it in fun. the Christmas break. Make it yeah. in that Christmas break mm. for sure. Yeah, that way you don't have to worry about. Damn, I was supposed to go fucking get the the. I was gonna get my tires replaced or get my tires rotated or what, whatever the hell. Yeah, make it during that break where you know I'm not doing shit. I'm just kind of chilling right now. I like that. Mm. All but right. See, my is, thing, Andy, Andy, is like as you know this, I like living my life like a cartoon character yeah. where I pretty much just have palette swapped like clothing. And I like jackets. So to me, I'm like, I seasons scare me because then I need to be like fucking summer Tim and I don't want that shit. I feel that. What's up, Kev? Also, if you get rid of seasons, you get rid of sad seasonal affection. Uh, uh, yeah. Is what it's called. You, know, you know what it is, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The people that everybody mm-hmm. in Seattle, like the thing everybody in Seattle has or whatever, because it's always very cloudy. High rate. It's very sad. Yeah. Um, but I love, I love cloudy days. Don't get me wrong. Like, Oh, I love it when it's overcast. But, but, I love but, but, it. It's best I for picture think, taking for Instagram. But maybe it's because I like change. That's one thing that I think that I'm more, you know, stoked about and more accepting of is change. I like change. I really? like when, yeah. Like, <laughs> the Joe was like, really? It's weird. Like if Tim said today. I never would have pegged Andy as somebody that likes ever. change. I would have said that Andy likes routine. No, 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 no. No, I love change, especially when it's. Because to me, it's an aesthetic change, right? If it's cloudy outside, it's like, oh, it's different today. It's nice. For the and, weather. For and, the weather. And, and yeah, yeah. About. For the weather. Yeah. yeah. What's up, Kev? Oh, I was just going to ask. One of the things that I like to do is like when I'm driving to work, like every once in a while, I'll just be like, I'm going to drive a different way. Mm, I love that. I like that. A little bit of that. They say change. that's actually really good for uh, for like your mental state because right in the morning, it like challenges you to to get out of that like subconscious area uh, of your brain and like, and like oh, so I got to figure just, out a new route. So you're just not brain fogging it all. Yeah. The way so you're not like face. on. So you're not on autopilot. They say like every once in a while, just take a different route or just drive around, like just do something different. That that oh, breaks yeah. the morning routine because it's good for uh, mental acuity, apparently. No, I, I like when it again. I like change. And if Tim said today, "Hey, our colors are now, you know, fucking orange red, and pink. red and something," I'd be like, "Cool, all right, I like that." And everybody but would like, hate it, but I'd, I just like seeing new things. And I think maybe. If it's sunny for so long and then we get a cloudy day, I get excited for that. Or if it's cloudy for a long time, we get a sunny day. I'm like, I get excited for that as well. Hmm. That's true. I'm the same way when it comes to apps. I've talked about this before, Nick. Like when Twitter changes its UI and everybody gets mad, it's like I get stoked for that shit. I love visual differences. I love font changes. I love that shit, dude. I'm 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 all for aesthetic changes. I don't love UI changes because I feel like more often than not, I'm like, I just figured this program out. I just figured this app out. And now you're doing this thing where it's it's totally different. I don't like it. Except for the likes button on Instagram changing to a shopping center. Who's fucking used that since that came out? Nobody. Only accidentally. 
Like mm-hmm. you can't show me one person who has deliberately and purposefully tapped on the shopping button on Instagram because they want to mm. shop for stuff. Like it's always an accident. That's got to be where their numbers are because fuck that. Change it back. Why are you going to do that? Stupid. Stupid as hell. Anyway. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> uh, of course, you all know out there, you can back this podcast over on patreon.com slash kind of fun. And you can be a Patreon producer. You can write in and you can ask us questions just like Kiernan smoked it again. This is a two weeks in a row, I believe. I'm reading a question from Kiernan. It says, uh, what song, what is a song you can't listen to anymore because it reminds you of an otherwise unrelated memory or piece of media? For example, the song Gloria makes me cry because it's connected to the channel for HBO Max series. It's a sin. Wait. Hmm. Oh, so maybe they don't like that thing? Or... Uh, just that you, it's, it's emotional. Oh, okay. Damn, Something I you hear and you go, I can't, I can't get taken back to that time. Oh, I my love gosh. I that well, song so much. Uh, mine. A jam. Even, Joey knows mine, and I'm going to... F- probably finally say it because i'm just comfortable Ooh. and i think time's passed and i don't really care anymore mm-hmm. but uh one of my favorite bands of all time the starting line so good. uh i ended up meeting the singer and oh. then the singer and a girlfriend of mine Hooked he up. gave her his number and i introduced her to the singer because my friend was in a band with him in a side project of his and i idolized this dude um, and then we had like a falling out. It was just like, it was a shitty relationship. So I'm not trying to act like this ended the relationship because it was like doomed anyway. But, uh, I, I remember going over to her house and like trying to get her back. And then she told me I'm dating so-and-so. And I was like, so-and-so what's who is he? Does he live in the Valley? I'm trying to like, she's like, no, f- from the starting line. And I just like just I gutted. It just it killed me, dude. And I Damn. I still can't really listen to the band um, because I feel like I feel like a a fucking clown. <laughs> like I feel like I like I got got, and it it just really broke my heart. Not only because of how much I love that band, but like. Damn, I, I introduced you to her. What the fuck? Like I introduced you to him. Oh, what? The, yeah. Oh my god. Like I was kind of the cause of this, but. You know, that's also me just reading too deep into it. But it's still like, it still fucks me up. And, uh, you know, I'll get asked often, you know, if I'm talking about any sort of emo bands or pop punk bands from the 2000s. Like, oh, what about Starting Line? I just like always kind of ignore it. Like, oh, yeah, I used to listen to Starting Line, whatever. But like, it's still a band that, and it sucks because I think that they are still one of the more consistent bands. So many bands from that era have grown out of the sound and they keep on maybe trying to do that um they 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 never got like mainstream popular unless you listen to like yeah like it's not like fallout boy where like i just can't listen to them anymore or bands that i really dug back in the day and they keep trying to make music now and it's like ah it just doesn't work anymore you guys gotta like figure something else out or just not do it Mm -hmm. um they just kind of kept on making good music and that's what always bummed me out. It's like anytime I listen to him, I just feel like I feel like I got cut, you know? <laughs> yeah. I'm listening to one of those songs right now. It's, it's, it's just like a huge bummer for me, um, especially because like, you know, I'm not talking about like some random band. It's like Coheed and Cambria, Blink-182 type levels of my 
connection to them where yeah. I bought the same bass uh, Fender bass that the singer had. I learned I, I can still play so many of their songs and guitar just because I like jammed them into my memory and learning how to play guitar as a kid, you know. So that's one that like is definitely tied to really, really fucked up memories. And as well as like. Maybe the song's not necessarily that I avoid, but um, I think of um, Foley Adieu, the album from Fall Out Boy, the fourth one. And I always just think of that when I first moved to Austin. And it just puts me in that place in time. And it's not a negative memory, uh, but it's just, it's weird. Whenever I hear that, I immediately just teleported back to 2008. And I think about like meeting the first girl there that I had a relationship with and then just driving back to the apartment after work. It's so, it's so wild. Like it just feels like a lifetime ago. Recently we said this, we saw this trend on Twitter of, um, uh, like what's a post, a photo of yourself that feels like from a lifetime ago. Mm -hmm. And so many of that to me is like Austin living in Austin. When we talk about the, um, we thought we already talked about it on a podcast one time, but like the different eras of our lives, and that's definitely like that lifetime for me. Crazy. Joe, do you have a song that you can't listen to anymore? For, it could be a good reason or a bad reason. What is it, Joe? No, it's always sad. Re- I feel like it's oh, usually songs that I can't listen to anymore have like some sort of a sad or negative event. But it's called Hear You Me by Jimmy World. It's so sad. Um, but like must have been my freshman year of college. Um, I found out that like one of my high school, she was like a friend, but we weren't like, she wasn't in my inner circle, but like in the extended friend group, um, had like hit a tree at night and passed away and stuff like that. And I was like on a big Jimmy Eat World kick. Uh, so that was like, that's the go-to like sad Jimmy Eat World song. So I just always think about that whenever it's on. I'm like, nope. I'm really bad with Jimmy Eat World songs where like I have to play i'm really bad with the titles and as soon as i play i was yeah. like oh yeah this is a fucking That's heartbreaker the, of a song. when uh angels lead you in or whatever I think yeah it's like the main line but that's an auto skip for sure. And honestly, the Up soundtrack too. Oh God, <laughs> yeah. Since yeah. that destroyed me on interview. It's like, no, I'm just going to skip that on my uh, Disney playlist for a little bit. <laughs> See, for me, it's it's stuff like that, right? Where I, I can't think of a song offhand that I'm like, I just flat out won't listen to. But there are certain songs, specifically a lot of songs from movies, that if I hear the song, it just makes me feel the full emotional range that I felt throughout the years watching that movie or engaging with that, you know, the series. And there's two, there's two songs or, or one theme and, and uh, I guess like two soundtracks that come to mind. One is, is the, the bells from Harry Potter, like the very beginning of the first Harry Potter where you just hear, maybe not bells, but they're uh, chimes or whatever it is mm-hmm. of the John Williams score. And I just, it, every time I, I, I just, it just all the emotion of reading the books and staying with that series throughout the years and what it meant to me and what it still, you know, continues to mean to me always comes back. So I get like weird, almost like panicky anxiety when I hear it. Cause I'm like, I don't know if I'm ready to do that. That was such a long time again. ago too. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the other one that always, always gets me for some reason. It's like I walked into Starbucks the other day and they were playing the La La Land soundtrack. And I was like, Ugh. nope. I'm like, nope, I can't. I can't do that right now. I can't be in that space. Uh, you know, it had a bittersweet ending. And uh, you know what? Uh, that's, that's reality. Uh, but a third runner up for me, Tim, and then we'll get to yours in a second, is uh, the Happy Days uh, song. The theme from Happy huh. Days. Just I uh, don't know why. Don't know why. It's that's just every weird. time I. That's a, okay. that's a random one. 
every time I hear it, I I don't know why, but it's just, it just it just like triggers something Sunday, deep in me. Sunday, Monday, happy days. No, I'm just it's a Henry Winkler joke. I'm just joking around. Oh, oh I didn't get that. I didn't get that. Sorry. I'm happy you explained it though, because that's pretty damn funny. Yeah, that would be it'd be weird if people were like, why does he have a fucking weird yeah, yeah, Henry Winkler. Like, I was just trying weird. to make a joke. Okay. Uh Tim, is there a piece of media or uh, or song that, oh, that stokes yeah. emotions in you? A ton of stuff. I mean, like in a different direction than this. Um, I feel like there's a lot of albums that I would consider classics um from my like you know, middle school, high school era phase or whatever. Like Eminem's a really good example and some Kanye things to to an extent. And even like things that I really love, like Tone Deaf and, and Q and Five stuff. Like it's hard for me to listen to now uh, because I think I've just listened to them so many times that like it almost comes off as corny. Mm-hmm. Like all of it just kind mm-hmm. of like, it feels like a been there, done that thing that like I almost feel embarrassed listening to now. And like, it, it's a weird thing where in my mind, I'm like, I love like this was my life. My entire personality was this album. Mm-hmm. And it's like I listen back now and I'm like, oh my God, like how how did I tie myself to that so much? You know? And even still amazing stuff in a lot of ways. Like I, I don't want to love tone dip and them into the same category as like Kanye and Eminem at this point. But um it's just there's just something where it's like it's not like I'm really embarrassed of who I was at that point, but it is just more like I, I, I do have some type of embarrassment listening to a lot of songs that I listened to thousands of times in the past. Yeah. Wait, um, is it is it because of the subject matter? It's a little. I mean, that's the thing is, I think it's just kind of like it, it's it just comes off as corny, whatever it is, and I think that it's it might even have less to do with the music and just more to do with just me. Who you um, were at the time or something? Or? Yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's just a combination of all of it. But me and my brother have talked about it a lot where it's like hmm. there's albums that we still would stand by now as 10 out of 10. But I don't really ever want to listen to it again. And listening sure. to it kind of just feels like. Ran its uh, course with you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then besides that, like I have a similar situation to Andy. Uh, not quite as far. But I did have a situation where I met an artist that I really liked and liked their music a lot. And I was with Gia and he was extremely rude to Gia. And uh, to the point that it like I can't listen to the music anymore. It just isn't the same. That sucks. And and it just fucking sucks. Like it, it's really really like shitty how that how that can go. And then another thing I want to bring up. Two little bits I want to bring up. One in terms of the the sadness uh, thing is uh, the song "Hurt" by Johnny Cash. They use mm. that in the the Eddie Guerrero tribute video the day oh. he died, and it like fucking just destroyed me. And anytime I hear that song, it's just like it's way too much for me to deal yeah. with. Yeah. Um. And then uh, the the last one was I uh, I'm blanking on it now, but one that I want to give see a shout you out again. to you again. No, see, I love that shit. Uh, but in a in a different way is I can't listen to the song from uh, Mandalorian season two uh, when when Luke returns. Like when that plays, I can't listen to it because if I do, that's a whole day wasted. I'm going back watching reaction videos. Yeah. I'm going down uh, a rabbit hole of looking up hypey three moments. It's just like that listening to that gets me in a fucking zone of just pure hype and excitement that I'm just like, I need to fucking feel as yeah. much as I could possibly gotta be alive. Feel right this now. is the only thing I this is the only time I feel alive is watching yeah. hype videos I mean, on, on that's, YouTube. I guess that's portals from endgame too. Like totally. Same thing. It's like portals, I'm just going down like, this path all right, now. This is gonna be my day. Yeah. Literally um, this morning in between the meeting and when Tim called me to do this I watched the the hammer when Cap gets it and I was just like I don't think I've ever felt those emotions from any other thing than that. You're so lucky. Oh, sorry. You're so lucky I, I remember what I wanted that. to say 
and this is like a, a bigger thing because like you know we've talked a lot about um separating artists from the art and how difficult that can be and i think mm-hmm. a lot of the times we have those conversations is in terms of like people that are being canceled for like really yeah, really horrific things, things and, and whatever um and the, the level of those shitty things uh we talk about usually is on the more extreme side of like clearly they're fucking they're horrible people and as a society we've decided this is bad uh but something that i think deserves to be in that category that we just don't really put there for some reason i think we're going to one day is people cheating on their their partners i i feel mm-hmm. like that is something that i have a really really hard time to deal with when i've listened to an artist for years and love their music and specifically love their music about relationships and about you know all these hardships and stuff and then if they were to cheat on their wife or cheat on their whatever i find that just very hard for me to reconcile uh, listening to the music still because it, it all of a sudden feels inauthentic, you know, to, mm. to hear these words that don't match up with the way that you're living your life and, and imagine and how they doing felt. things. <laughs> yeah. Oh, exactly. Hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like it's just constantly that's happening, and 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 it, it's just that is something that I've found very difficult for me to be able to appreciate the work, whether it's music or otherwise. Um, when when that happens, don't cheat on yeah. people. Be fucking cool. Break yeah. up with people and then get with someone else if that's what you want to do. Great. Very or get true. it from somewhere else. I agree, too. Um, we have one more question that I want to ask you guys. This is a good one. We're getting toward the end of the show, and I'm wondering if we should save this for the post show. Eh, we'll ask it now. No, we got time. We, got, well, we, started, we started like only an hour ago or something. That's true. That's true. We, this will be a fun one. So uh, Eric Myers writes in and says, uh, you have to take one of the other hosts out on a date. You got Tim, Nick, Andy, Greg. Uh, we'll throw Joe in there as well uh, because, Joe, you've been on a lot of these shows. Who are you taking out and what are you doing uh, to make it an unforgettable time? For context, it's a post-COVID world and all expenses are paid for by Kevin after he made a fortune from Breakthrough Milkshake Technology. Ooh. Ooh. Congratulations, Kevin. Kevin is a billionaire now. Kevin's it's paying for shit. our lives. We're working on a lot of shit. You hold on. <laughs> I like this. This is cool. Yeah, um, this is a good question. Now, before we start answering, I, I want to set the the stage of understanding of what the prompt actually is. Is it us going on a date with them, or is it like they don't know us? No, no, no it's, 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 I think it's I'm like, taking Tim like out a on a date. Day. How do I? What's yeah. what's my? What would I, if okay. I took you out on a date, Tim? How would I make that date so it's unforgettable for you? Like um, what would I do with Tim? I'll start. I'll take Tim out on a date. Okay. And here's what here's here's our perfect date. Okay. Mm-hmm. We get in the Prius C. Uh-huh. <laughs> we drive our asses all the way down to Disneyland, where Ooh. I have reservations. Ooh. I have reservations for us at Club 33. Love it. Okay. But before we do Damn that, man. we have a guide that takes us through all the fast packs nonsense that you do to get us on every ride that Tim wants to go on first. And we get, I have arranged because I have all my contacts at Disney for us to get a sneak preview of whatever the new Cars Two Land is that's coming, uh, that's Whoa. coming. To, yeah, exactly. Uh, we have a nice little dinner at Club Thirty Three, and then I give him, I give him a Disney bomber jacket that is just the Ooh. perfect color blue. I love it, man. That is the that after my own heart. That's fantastic. Andy, Joe, what's it go with Joe? Joe, who are you taking out? Know. What are you gonna do? I don't know. This is a hard one. What? What do we do? I mean, it's kind of hard to top Disneyland. I feel like that that's like a well, vacation. Joe, that's a weekend. I mean, Joe, this is like 
unlimited money because of Kevin. Yeah. Oh, okay. Kevin's got Kevin's Empire. got billions, oh, billions oh, of dollars, Kevin's the, and Kevin's got the milkshake money. We'll just we'll just for 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 we'll just assume that Kevin's going to share some of that money with us. But we all kind of know secretly deep down that the second Kevin becomes a billionaire, he is going to have us all murdered. Probably. Joe, I do agree with you though. Like Nick's is more of a vacation than a than a date. Like it's not just yeah. like. You know, oh, oh, you know, let's hang out tonight. It's not like one of those. That all in one def- day. You got no, we can't do the drive. You're right. <laughs> oh, drive. One day. Yeah. <laughs> can't do the drive. Yeah. Kevin, with his infinite milkshake money, has now implemented high speed railways in California. Yeah, that's true. You guys there are de- or, or down yeah, and back in an hour. Elon Musk have made the. You yeah. guys just take a you plane. Take- Kevin, but that's not as fun. LA still four minutes. hours. Still four hour turnaround. True. Okay, I want to the airport three wanna, hours early. If I can do like a fun Nick one, I want to take Nick and I want to experience a film festival with Nick. Oh, that'd be fun. I want to know really what like that's like. Yeah, we do TIFF, maybe a little Sundance. Any oh, of those Sundance would be so freaking fun. Cocktails so afterwards, stay, yeah, sort of thing. We're seeing know? three movies in a row. We're sharing snacks. I don't know if they have oh, snacks pocket these. Snacks. They do. They, just, I mean, we'll bring we're them We're sneaking in. them in if they Joe, don't. We're getting, we're getting those mini Twix bars. We're going to put them in Andy's pocket. He's going to sneak them in for us. Yeah. I'm, and I'm then third wheel. Af- I'm third wheel. Perfect. And then afterwards, we're going to a bar. We're having some nice cocktails. Maybe rubbing elbows, talking. So- Nick's in his element. He's talking mm-hmm. to Denny Villeneuve <laughs> oh, about Denny, cinematography. And Dune. it's just... An inter- just an interesting, all these interesting movie conversations, the industry stuff. Yo, wait, what would you cast? That was you know, fun. Where we get to talk about and I would, I would totally go to this film festival with you. But what would you do if we were at this cool swanky party? Oh, and <laughs> James Cameron comes up and he's like, and you see James Cameron, you go, yeah, like, oh my god, that's James Cameron. Mm-hmm. And I go, I don't want to talk to that guy again. Again. Yeah, what do you do? What do you what's do? your what's your first I mean, question? In, what do you do, Joe? Make this to you or James Cameron? <laughs> to either of us. <laughs> I James Cameron. I need to know why Jimmy. couldn't Jack just get on the floating door with Rose? <laughs> why did door. you do this to us? It was my earliest heartbreak Joey in my entire was life. Too heavy. What a waste of a question. He Ask doesn't have another piece of wood so out there. But I need to, to know. No, we need we need Titanic no. too. Jack's frozen in the water like Captain America. They thaw him out. He gets a shield. It's ready to go. Exactly. He's ready to go. Exactly. I, I've, I've got a. I think I've got a date for Kevin. Um, I would take Kevin to. I, I would hit up my my former boss Richard Garriott, and just ask if we could tour one of his houses. Just walk around, hang out is this in your there. Car dealership boss, or no? This is the one that no, went Richard Garriott was station. his boss. Yeah, is <laughs> the one who went to the space oh, station right. uh, because his houses. There are several awesome documentaries on YouTube about them where they are almost like escape rooms. Like there's so many hidden doors Ooh. and secret, like you know, um, secret rooms and shit like that. And plus, he has a lot of stuff in you know, similar to like a museum. He has. Uh, the piece of the fucking oh gosh, I can't think of the the shuttle that they were in. He has like a lot of really cool artifacts in his house. It's beautiful, cool shit. Um, so I would like to take Kevin there, just walk around in there, just kind of like look at stuff, have him explain, be our tour guide. Maybe we also do an escape room, Kevin. I feel like that would really get Kevin jacked up. He would uh, feel in his Except. element, solving puzzles. Okay. I said I accept. Oh, you accept. You accept. Okay, yeah, got I'm it. In. I'm um, in it. And then afterwards, to end end the night, just like 
one of the best steak dinners. You know, Kevin's using all his milkshake technology. Um, I just want a really, really damn good dinner, Kevin. Grab mashed potatoes, the fixins, everything. Like this is we're talking like a three hundred dollar dinner type. But the guy's like, would you like to put some lobster on top of that steak? Sure, why not? Like whatever you got in the back, bring it out here. Like I just. I think Kevin would dig that. So would I. We'd yeah. be I mean, sipping on. I'd, I'd have a little it. Moscow Mule. We'd just like chat the night away about whatever the hell. Um, I think that'd be a cool date. Uh, Andy, as My the decider, date? I choose your date. Everyone else. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, Tim's not. Tim's not done yet. <laughs> it's not well, my, my date for for Andy is, is pretty simple. We go to some type of orchestral concert. Uh, that is celebrating some type of fandom, whether it's uh-huh. video games. I've, I've already been movies. to the Zelda one, but we do it again because that let's shit just, made let's me just cry go like Zelda. five times. Yeah. And that's my point, Andy. That's what I yeah. want. We go to this Zelda concert, Breath of the Wild, the the little the song starts playing, and me and you, both of us, crying. We don't yeah. look at each other, but we know that each one of us is crying. We know that we're both feeling the exact same thing. I got feeling. a cider. I got a little cider in my hand. Exactly, you know? exactly. The tears aren't like fully going down oh, but, no, they're, but they're, they're welling they're, up they're, yeah. get, they're getting there and then the two of us both raise our fists and like we don't actually contact fist bump but we just both almost kind of, con- yeah. we just pump you know what mm-hmm. i mean and mm-hmm. as that happens then the tears become visible yeah. then the two yeah. of us we're just kind of in sync <laughs> in this moment and then after the after it ends hopefully you've had a couple ciders hopefully you've transitioned over to the the patented andy moscow mule uh mm-hmm. then i take you to whatever the most expensive pasta place in san francisco is mm. i haven't been mm. i don't even know what it is i just tried google it Ristorante trattoria. you know it's what the bomb it's the <laughs> one exactly whatever that is and we just got to make sure Does that it... they got your 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 shrimp you know what i mean get some shrimp yeah. in that pasta get that in your belly and that's all that's it you know what i mean gotta shrimp keep it simple. Linguine, gotta some keep it oil simple. some oily pasta we got the garlic all over it uh kind of just filling the room lemony sort of mm-hmm. taste with the Texas toast. Oh, mm-hmm. oh yeah. Oh, yeah. But here's awesome. the thing, though. Here's yeah. the thing. All of this is on the earlier side. We mm-hmm. went to the, the afternoon concert. We had this got for it. a dinner because we got to make sure that we're done with dinners, that we have more than enough time bef- between that 8 and 9 p.m. to go to a Best Buy and just walk around. Oh, you know cool. what I mean? And Very just kind of cool. debrief on the whole experience. And that's But it. also it's one and, of those things where you're like, yeah, you got to walk off the lunch sort of thing. You know, that's mm-hmm. one thing. After church with my family, we'd always go to Johnny Carino's. I already talked about this place before, mm-hmm. but it's kind of like like an olive garden, a little bit cheaper, but I think better in my opinion. But you'd always go to like the Best Buy afterwards and the Home Depot and just like walk off the food, man. We ate so much. Let's Love just it. try to walk this off. But well, now, how about this? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Because I kind of want to take everybody on a date. We just we go to Top Golf. We just get Ooh. hit. We hit That'd golf balls. Fun. We get drunk. Get a we, eat, we eat some fucking like just mozzarella cheese sticks and fried pickles and chicken wing. Ugh, oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. Now, now here's the thing. Oh man, I, I feel like one. we should end the show here. Because we we get we, in the post show, I want to talk about this, Andy. Where I want to talk about what's our first group date? What I like this question, ladies and gentlemen. That's it for the kind of funny podcast. Of course, thank you so much for listening. If you're watching on YouTube, subscribe to this channel uh, and hit that like button and maybe that notification button as well. Uh, and leave a little comment down in the comments below. Let us know where you take one of us, and maybe we'll take you up on that offer. Hmm. Probably not though. Uh, until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you. I'll be busy that day.